Hey, what's happening? This is T.C. Carson, and you are listening to ACMG's Talk Time Live. And this is Kratos. Keep listening. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. So let's start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. Folks, there is way too much going on in this world. Happy 2019. Happy Black History Month. Too much going on right now. And it's just a lot to talk about this week. In particular, Sunday, which I'll be addressing. Uh, Of course, the Vic Mignogna situation has come up and sprouted up and spread like wildfire. More than ever now. So we're going to address that definitely on Sunday. I just want to let you know that, yeah, I've known about it recently. I've looked into it further. I've spoke to many people of different variety types, inner circle and outer circle. And we're going to talk about that. I'm going to give you my actual take on the situation as much as I could do because at the end of the day, I don't. I mean, my opinion is my opinion, but... It's no more valuable than anybody else's opinion or judgment of the situation. At the end of the day, it's to those involved. But, you know, he's been on our show. He's been a very nice guy on uh, to us here at Talk Time Live. And we're just going to, you know, say what we need, what needs to be said. So that will be addressed on Sunday. So stay tuned if you want to hear about that and everything that I've pretty much dug up and some of the things that I've heard. You know, we're going to get that out of the way. We're going to talk about that definitely, but uh, we're it's not going to be dismissed by any stretch, nor uh, should it be dismissed. So we're going to definitely talk about that this Sunday on the Talk Time Live Prime show. So stay tuned for that more. But right now, we're here to talk video games as always, so we're going to do so. We've got a little bit of news to talk about there, and as well as our review of Dragon Mark for Death, the latest NT Creates action rpg side scroller that is a really interesting take on some old classics so we're going to talk about that soon enough but let's not waste any time let's talk about some news that has been going on around in the industry of uh, video games such as excuse me playstation 5 one honestly i didn't i'm not ready for a playstation 5 i don't really i'm not in the mood for a playstation 5 I don't know what they can do at this point in time to really advance in what we already have now. I mean, resolution-wise, we're at the peak of where we're at. Even at some point, there was been, there's been sayings from people from Sony that were at first they were saying that we're not going to do it. There's no point of doing it. And now they're talking about doing it a PS5. But if you're going to do it, you got to give us some bells and whistles that. That really means, that really wants us to take our money at this point. They may have done it. Because there there are rumors out right now. There's just, it's just rumors at the moment. And wishful thinking from a lot of us gamers and fans of this product. Something that we've been asking for quite some time. And that being backwards compatibility. Something that we've wanted all the way back. (laughs) <laughs> all the way back dating back to the playstation 2 era i mean can you think about that you really think about how far along away that we've been waiting for that for that whole entire thing something that we felt that they could do a long time ago and they actually they did during the playstation 3 era the first generation you were able to play playstation 2 games i know because my brother-in-law actually owns the original version of the playstation 3 where you can actually play PlayStation 2 games. They did it before, but they did a huge recall because some of the, I guess, the parts, the chips or whatever, the motherboard or whatever they were using were something that was that could be created into something more, a little bit more lethal. And if you, if you go back, go back into that era, there was something, I forgot what it was, but I knew that it was a major recall back of the first models and they had to take a chip or two out because it was leading to something that people can actually take out, you know, reverse engineer it, take it out and use it for, you know, and weaponize, use it for more weaponizing type of, you know, situations, which was crazy. But 
it was it just so happens to be the same components that you would need to be able to use uh, backwards compatibility that was the situation at the time we got years later coming and it looks like you know xbox comes out with their own backwards compatibility finally they were able to do that so that was awesome and now they're finding other ways to bring back backwards compatibility maybe not from a physical form but maybe a digital form because we've gotten some you know games that we had played in years well look i just recently played unimusha the original unimusha way back in the playstation 2 era so it's possible to bring all these back and i wish they would because a lot of these titles these classic titles should not be sitting on the shelf now the funny thing about that and and i never i don't know if i mentioned this the last time we were on the show because it's been quite a while since this show i got a chance to do a show so much is going on um including our my trip to washington which i'll talk about on sunday as well if i remember but uh, it's funny, when it came to Unimusha, when the remake, if you remember, I, I did the review for that. Go online to the Capcom webs, like uh, Facebook pages and whatnot. You got to hear, I mean, you got to read, I'm sorry. You actually got to read some of the new kids, the millennials today, talk about that game as if it's, it's, if it's, it's a brand new game game and it's hilarious because they don't realize that this is a remake of an old game like a remastered not a remake a remaster of an old game and that the graphics are out bit outdated that it's not up to par with major games they think they really think it's an absolutely new triple a game or some something of that sort and it just thought it was hilarious just uh looking at that and also sad because it means that my generation is also outdated <laughs> and getting old in this case. So you got, you know, they got to learn from the past and really, I think it's time for, you know, I got friends and people that I know in the, in my neighborhood and, uh, and such like that. Shout out to, uh, Adam Shoup and, uh, Matt Papa, cause they are huge retro gamers. Um, DJ Cutman as well. Huge, huge retro gamers. And what they are actually doing is preserving what we have in the past and no video games is a form of art whether people think of it or not it is a form of art it is no different than of that of what you read in our history this is another form of art history and games like unimusha games like super mario the original from nintendo you know any of those the 8-bit era the 6-bit era the 32-bit era those retro games are classics and you got to find out Go back and what led you led us back to that point. I mean, I'm still saying enjoy what you what you got now, but appreciate what we what got us there. You know, and it's funny because no matter how old you, how young or old you are, it's inevitable that you wind up growing up to a point that you're saying something like that, where you're saying, "Well, you got to go back to the past to see what you what made it to this point." Now, it's inevitable. So if you're a millennial or a young and a young person listening to this right now, I beg you to be ahead of the game and learn from the past. We used to do that too with music too and all the stuff. You know, there was a time, especially in the '90s, where we started embracing for hip hop. See, we started embracing the past music and implementing that in celebration of it into the new style, like funk and jazz and all that stuff. We, you know, artists. Like Gangstar and, and 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 all those cats like that and and Redman and all them would implement funk into their into their music as a way of celebrating it as a way of paying homage to it. And I think that you know we need to do that for video games too. Now I mean like we need to really get the jump on that. So, but I digress. I would really love the PlayStation Five if they're gonna do this PlayStation Five. I don't care much about. How far they? Cause I don't. I really can't fathom at this point how far they can go. I don't know what they need to do to get to this next level of gaming, and I, and I don't want it to be VR. Cause one, VR is not as successful as they wanted it to be, and we got to see exactly what happened when they had the PSVR. It wasn't as successful. A lot of it, in my opinion, believes that it is also based on the fact that they don't promote and push their products hard enough they they have a history of not pushing their side products uh ergo the psp the psp go 
the 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 joysticks that they had, the wands or something that they had. That was another thing. Uh, that gimmick and. <clears throat> And recently, oh, not let's not forget the PS Vita, by the way. And even recently, the uh, PS VR. And I, when I saw that, I knew I'm like, they're not going to back this up. They're not going to back this up at all. And it's not. We're barely going to see commercials about it. We're going to see like one or two games for it, and such like that. But it's not going to get over. They're not going to get it over because they're not going to push it hard enough. They have a history of this. Now, if you look at what Nintendo has done. For every single one of their game systems, with the exception of maybe, maybe the Virtual Boy and the Wii U, then maybe that will be. But majority, like every the DS, the 3DS, the 2DS, constantly pushing them, constantly coming out with games for them, constantly supporting that product, and they are still making sales off of those products. But you know, when it comes to their main, when PlayStation's main console, which I believe they will heavily push, and that's all that they push, what's the point of even coming out with all these side gimmicks? I got two PS Vitas right now on my right side of my, on my desk right now, the, uh, you know, my microphone and everything, just sitting collecting dust because I have not played them in a while because they have not been played. Now, granted, I have a Japanese and American account. I have a PS Vita Slim and a PS Vita Original. That I use for one for a Japanese and one for American, but I digress. They just and and not that's not stress in Japan either. Japan does a little bit more different marketing than America. So they were still coming out with not only more games in Japan for the PS Vita, unbeknownst to many people who don't invest in the imports. Not only did they have different games, but they had I'll, I I can tell you, I in my account, I have a lot of a huge library of games that has never seen face in America, let alone classic games. Like I have rival schools one and two in my PS Vita. You know, I, I got some really sick classic games on there, man. It's just, that's just, that's just one. And if anybody realizes that like um, rival schools two and on the PlayStation, on the PlayStation two is in fact actually, uh, Project Justice, you know, just a more in-depth version of it, but it, it's really, it's really sad that they don't push the product, a product enough. So we will see. Apparently, Sony has also put in, has also registered a patent on a hardware that allows you to fully optimize and run old software. That is leading many to believe that it is, in fact, a backwards compatibility factor on here. So. It's really, it's really insane how that's coming about. So we will see how that goes from there. And maybe, you know, we will get what we asked for this time. But as far as the evolution of the technology that you're using, I'm really interested in seeing how they're going to evolve what we have right now to what we're going to do. It is, I am just looking forward to seeing that right now. So we'll see. Um, Countdown to Mortal Kombat continues as NetherRealm had another video stream showing the release and reveal of Cabal. He's back. He's back, and I'm telling you, the man, that character is better than ever. Um, woof. This game is going to be absolutely epic as all hell. Coming in April of this year. And we got a chance to see the gang uh ed boone included was in there for a few segments and uh showing off what cabal was going to be like and they showing off some of his move sets uh with some familiar moves such as the dash attack i know that's not the total name of the attack but it's the uh infamous dash attack that we all love to uh do with him you know that's that's pretty much a trademark a signature move of his as well um you also uh also they've added some new attacks such as gas attacks um you know because if you guys have played him before he has a move where it came out like a projectile in um mortal kombat 3 like it was a sort of an energy projectile but in fact it was more like a gassy type of you know deal but now we're in a more upgraded and evolved you know version of the uh game where you can actually see that it's gas so he has different gas attacks and these gas attacks do different things depending on what you do and what version of it that you customize so if you pick the certain if you pick a certain gas attack it can in fact you know uh stabilize the person you know giving giving them the inability to move at all or it, some of it may poison 
uh, the actual character for a bit, taking down his energy or whatnot. It, I mean, there are different really cool things and different ways you can implement it as well. You can also do it in a way that if he jumps, it becomes sort of a uh, sort of like a rocket pack, and it kind of uh, elevates him in a bit. So it, it, there's and it, it as as he um, descends. It actually, you can probably catch one if you angle it the right way. It's really interesting how they put it together. So that's really cool. And I tell you what, then they go to his fatal blow attack, which is damn near a fatality, with his fatality being even worse than his fatal blow. Like, if you guys have gotten a chance to see it, if you haven't, they should have it up. You could go on another realm's uh, social media pages on Facebook and, and Twitch or whatever and see what they've done. Uh, I think there may be a trailer out as well, but the Fatal Blow is so disgustingly brutal. <laughs> it is brutal. Like, I don't understand. Like, that could be his fatality alone. Then the fatality just... It's like you're putting salt in the wound, literally, in this case. It is... Man, they're ready. They're coming hard with this game, and I, man, I can't wait to get my hands on this. This is absolutely awesome, and... and it's just, this is not for the weak of heart. The other cool thing that they had for this game was they have, you know, this is going to be like Injustice 2, where there's a lot of customizations and some other skins. One of the other skins, no pun intended, is Cabal with his skin intact. He's not the burnt version. So the non-burned version of Cabal will be included in this as well. Uh, I don't know if he will be available off bat or will he be a DLC. I'm assuming that he will be a, a character that they will give you off bat. So we'll see about that. But you will be able to play as both versions with or without the mask and respirator and such like that. So it is pretty cool. And I believe that that version might have a different variation of the moves and everything too. So I'm looking forward to that. It, it was really awesome that they... Uh, you know, brought that on, and looks like this is just a countdown, and then so we're going to be seeing way more characters. Of that Ed Boon did speak of a lot of the DLC characters that they're going to be announcing, and he's hyped. He hyped it up. He didn't say which ones that were coming, but he said when we find out who's going to be a part of this, it's going to blow us away. Yeah, I will be blown away when Spawn comes. Thank you very much, Ed. So <laughs> if you can bring anybody else at this point, but. And I believe Batman may be one of them. But, and that's only because of Kevin Conroy's, uh, you know, involvement in the game. I do, I absolutely believe that Batman's going to be in there. That's my biggest prediction. I could be wrong. Uh, I have been wrong before. So, I'm just looking forward to this. But I do believe uh, Batman will be on it. I do want Spawn to be in there as well because he's been highly asked for. And I don't see, I, this is a perfect opportunity any type of opportunity that gives Todd McFarlane a reason to promote and show his character, his 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 child, to to the world, he's not going to stop that. This is opportunity for him. He needs not to. So, I don't see if they if he was asked. I don't see Todd McFarlane, you know, re, you know, denying this opportunity. So we'll see on that note. They had they said more will be announced. Um, you know, in the coming uh, days and, and weeks. So that's going to be a thing. They also showed more gameplay of Garrus, which um, in his role in Mortal Kombat 11, if you guys remember, if you saw the uh, release gameplay re uh, reveal, they showed Garrus, which was like a kind of an Egyptian, I'm going to say Egyptian uh, style character. I, he is of color, but I believe the descent is, is Egypt, uh, Egyptian. So, he is, uh, they talked about him more, and Jairus, believe it or not, will be considered the new Goro, or Goro, of this actual game. And that's awesome, because there always is a Goro character in these games, and uh, it looks like this guy is looking to be the most powerful of all of the, uh, you know, Goro-like characters before him. You know, I forgot, I really did forgot, uh, forget the other two uh, that was, you know, taking the place of Goro after he died. But, yeah, this is going to be really, really cool. I'm looking forward to it. I love the fact that he has the power of time and the sand, which is going to bring a different type of dynamic and gameplay for gamers as well, especially E-Leaguers. So, it'll be interesting. You know a tournament's coming on E-League, so get ready for that to come soon. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do and how they do that. 
So we will check it out soon. But yeah, Another Realm. This is going to be. I think Another Realm is going to be 2019 again for them. Whenever they come out with a game, more than likely that game gets highly rated and award wind. So I don't see any other fighters coming out right now that is going to be a big deal or that you know because all right we got what is it dead or alive six but nobody's getting ripe for dead or alive six and a lot of that stems from the fact that the last dead or alive five which was a fun game which was cool but they did a lot of stuff man in that game that left people questioning for instance the dlc was just reading who is paying i dare somebody i really really dare somebody to admit that they spent nine, you know, a hundred bucks on Dead or Alive DLC for their pervy uh, outfits, I dare somebody to be open with it. You know, I, you know what? I wouldn't agree with it, but much respect to you if you got the galls to actually admit that. But that's a lot of money for just DLC alone. That's like you know paying for in-app purchases on on like uh, mobile games and such. You know, that to me is just ridiculous. I, I can't see myself paying for scantily clad outfits for fictional characters. A hundred bucks. A hundred bucks to this day is still a lot of money. You know, that's a whole nother game. That is a whole nother game. That is literally, you take that money, you get a, one new game or a bundle pack of that game or, a, you know, some sort of an addition of a game that's coming out with the DLC and the season pass and all this stuff. Or... You can get two or maybe more games out of that. So much you could do other than getting a $99 DLC pack from, you know, Dead or Alive and Tecmo. I'm sorry. That was just ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. And I know Street Fighter V is doing the same thing, but they're doing it in a different way. Like, they're not charging people insanely amounts of money, but they are constantly coming out with game packs and different uniforms. And... It's just to me, man. That's just it was. I don't. I don't like that. That type of business practice, that sales practice, if you will. But that was to me was just ridiculous. So, um, but not only that, but Data Alive never has a real good storyline at all. Like the storylines are so convoluted. Nobody knows what's. You love the characters itself, but you don't really understand what the hell's going on. And I do remember playing the original Data Alive from the 3ds which kind of chronicled everything going up so they did give you somewhat of a order to the storyline but in all else there is there are so many loopholes and you know open-ended things with that story it doesn't hold on you know you got a game like mortal kombat that not only has even when they even before the reboot somewhat of of the series from nine you could still easily follow what was going on from one to Armageddon, you know, at least. And then they just rewritten everything in, in a really cool and the coolest way that you could possibly do. And now it's better than ever. It's written better than ever. So, you know, it, I, yeah, I don't see anybody. I don't see any other fighting game right now. I don't recall any other fighting game. And the, we're just at the beginning of the year. So we got a long way to go with fighting games coming out and you know it being anticipating we don't know what's coming out because you know as we know a new game can come out immediately and without anybody even knowing that it's coming out and pretty much we we you know i'm saying like we are ready to you know play this thing because in about a month or two because you know we're what just happened um marvel ultimate alliance for instance that's another one we didn't know that it was even coming let alone it's coming out this year you know that to me is insane like stuff like that jump force that came out of the blue only just a few months ago with um you know late into 2019 we found out it's coming that thing's coming out next week and by the way I, I, I did uh, get it, and I am reviewing it next week, so definitely stay tuned for that. I cannot wait for that game because uh, I'm a huge otaku. So, you know, no doubt I'm looking for – I'm very much looking forward to playing this game. This may, if it's really any good as – good of an enjoyment as I like J-Star Victory, which some reason a lot of people didn't really dig that game. I dug it for what it was. Uh, I think as an anime fan, I would even do a video review, but – Depends on the timer that I have or whatnot. We'll see. But 
nonetheless, uh, you know, Mortal Kombat, I am looking forward to it coming in April. I believe April 23rd or to some to that extent, 23rd, 28th. Uh, but it's coming in April, and I cannot wait. I cannot wait for this. This is awesome. So, uh, more news here. We got Microsoft is adding, looking to add Xbox Live to the Nintendo Switch to uh, you know, and uh, the Nintendo Switch iOS and all other platforms. I believe you know to really uh, create the cross-platforming gameplay going on with certain games so I, that is cool the only thing i was hoping when i got this announcement of that that all right we're getting xbox live but are we getting that library too are we able to play their library some form of fashion no unfortunately not it's probably not the case um it seems like that is just going to be a way of interacting with other people while playing certain games uh that require cross you know play that you know that universal cross play type of feature from you know no matter what console that you have as such so uh i mean that's all i mean it's all good it's another way of just you know all the communities coming together which is great i it would have been really awesome to know <laughs> that you'll be able to play because believe it or not i don't play xbox anymore but one of the best things about playing the xbox wasn't their like triple a titles to me it was some of their titles within xbox live their arcade um editions you know, they had some really cool games that you could play that nobody else had, like the Nintendo didn't have or uh, PlayStation didn't have. Uh, it was some really cool stuff that I used to play just on that note alone. But other than that, I just wasn't really into like any of the all of the games. I, I don't even remember if I even enjoyed a game that much on the Xbox. I think I did have Devil May Cry at one part. I think uh, Devil May Cry 4 at one point on air you know because sometimes i just had i felt like i need to give more love to the xbox and then the playstation and then uh the wii at the time which i had or any of the game. i had to spread out my love to keep it going I, and after a while i was just like why am i doing this why in the hell am i doing this like i barely play this game i don't like the controller as much as i do on the playstation or the uh or any other systems that i have i'm just gonna trade it off so that was my beef with that one uh, but you know their li their uh, Xbox Live Arcade library was really the truth there, and they had, they, the titles that they had on there was really cool too. So um, hopefully, maybe someday, maybe someday. <laughs> so um, if you own Nintendo Online, however, there are they are adding more games as we speak. There are two new games that should be out as of right now, and that is Super Mario Two or and Kirby's Adventure. If you guys haven't had the chance to play that. It's on air right now, and uh, hopefully, I, they do have some of the SP series as well. If you don't know what the SP series is, within the Nintendo Online service that they have, remember, I actually got a chance to check it out because it was a Christmas gift uh, that somebody got me. Uh, that, not somebody, I'm sorry, my brother-in-law, but um, he got that he got me as long as well as the uh, the PlayStation Plus uh, for for the year. Yeah. Um, apparently it's like you got old games that you can play like river city ransom and uh you know all the games pro wrestling uh all, you know a lot of the classic classic nintendo games that you got to play uh which sadly they don't uh, allow you to buy everything there's some things that are on sale on the e-shop for you to keep i believe donkey kong jr is now available to keep and donkey kong is out there for you to buy and you know to be yours um i wish they do more of that as well as you know let you rent it out if you just want to you know play it for a year or whatever but within that is a cool little thing that i give them credit for and that's the sp series and the sp series if it has the emblem on there then what they do is that they give you the advantage to beat the game early or, or you know better it, they like some of them like say zelda they already put you at a point in zelda where you can pretty much you you got all of your gear you have everything that you need and you just want to get to ganon and, and fight ganon you have that ability to do that i played ninja gaiden and was at the very last board i did beat the first boss i never beat ninja gaiden the original ninja gaiden on um nes it's a very very hard game to play but you know they, if you go into sp series you're right at the very end where you're about to beat the game and they put you right there and what happens is basically 
they arm you with a lot of the different, you know, sub weapons and stuff like that. And you got to fight the last boss. And I actually beat the, the second to last boss thinking that I beat the game. No, damn it. There's another one. So it's it, you really like you really got to know how to play that damn game in order to beat it. So. I could, it's just, it, it is gonna, it's a hard grind to beat that game. And I don't know if I have that much time to go into that grind to play it. The retro games are not for the weak at heart, man. I'll tell you that. So that's there. But Super Mario 2 is there. And I did beat Super Mario 2 at least once. So it'll be interesting to see if they'll do an SP version there and just put you right to Wart, where you end up fighting uh, Total Wart in there and, uh, and be able to beat him there. Because he's not really hard to beat at all but it's it's really cool and kirby's adventure i've never played so i'll definitely go ahead and check that out as well so i give i give nintendo online credit it is only 20 bucks a year that is fairly good and i'm usually i've spoke about this many times i'm not really a big fan of constantly putting in money for a lot of streaming networks because there's too many damn streaming networks and thank god i'm now starting to hear other people shout out about that as well on other platforms and other shows and tv shows or radio shows or podcasts whatever i'm really starting to hear that a lot more uh you know and hopefully that will continue because they need to try and do a new practice but for this in particular you got you got a company like nintendo who has their own actual brand of things that you can you can absolutely not find anywhere else so if you are a nintendo fan this I do say recommend you getting because one, it has all the classics in there. Two, you absolutely it's twenty bucks a month. So if you weigh that down, it's very cheap compared to what you're paying on everything else. Uh, it's better to just pay the twenty bucks now because it's a lot. It's more to pay it on a monthly basis or three month basis, and you wind up spending a little bit more money than you are instead of just paying twenty. You know. $20 set. Now, I do want to point out, too, that you could do the subscription, but you need to click off. If you're not planning to do this on a yearly basis, you need to click off a point uh, in, your, in your options that you don't want to be automatically renewed. So you can do that as well. So you can turn it off and you can get it anytime you want and start it over again. So I do like that. It's pretty similar to what they're doing with DC Universe as well. So... I do appreciate that they're doing that, uh, you know, as well. And you can totally get off and go back on. Same with WWE Network, you know, stuff like that. I, I do appreciate that they do that because it, it shows that they're not trying to really, you know, nickel and dime you every single damn time. So with that, I appreciate. So if, uh, if you haven't checked it out, go out of your way and check it out. It's pretty it's pretty cool for retro game fans. Uh, last but not least, people, let's get to our review of Dragon Mark for Death, the latest action rpg scrolling adventure by nt creates for the nintendo switch and i believe this is an exclusive if i'm correct i don't i haven't seen this anywhere else and i'll get matt papa on um sometime soon and we're going to talk about that more but i played it quite a bit and i'm still playing it that should tell you one thing right there it is a very very fun game play uh, this is a great classic 2D gameplay stage and sprite designs. Very reminiscent of classic games such as um, NES version of Strider. If you guys remember the old Strider game from back then. See, people always think of the Sega version or the arcade version. My favorite version of Strider was the NES Strider because it was an RPG action side-scrolling adventure uh, game. Much similar to what we're playing with Dragon Mark for Death where you not only... You go around and hack and slash everywhere, but you're collecting and leveling up and you're becoming stronger and you're collecting all these different items. And there's a big storyline, you know, going along with it. So, you know, definitely that. I mean, that's definitely a big pro for me uh, as we're going on here to talk about this. You know, game. I played a lot of Capcom games. And by the way, this particular game has been created by people who were behind such great games as the mega all a lot of the mega man series i mean if you look at if you go to the website you can see it they'll show you everybody who's been involved in it a lot of them worked on mega man x and mega man games of sorts so you know there's these are highly professional skilled people formerly working in capcom games so this game if you're a capcom fan of 2d side scrollers you got to check this out because this really pulls off the essence of those 
great games that we've played in the past like that, like that, uh, the X-Men side-scrolling series for the Super NES, uh, Marvel Super Heroes, which was not the fighting game, the actual side-scrolling uh, adventure that you played back then. Um, and a lot of it, depending on who you play, Bionic Commando. <laughs> so they got, they added all these really cool elements in there. I mean, just if you, if you played old school, like side-scrolling gay action games like this, you will pick up on some of the things that is reminiscent. If you play the Empress, she does a kind of a, you know, she has her, uh, her symbiotic dragon arm that stretches out on the tail and swings, which always reminds me of buying a commando when I play. So there's a lot of cool things going on here. So other pros that I think that, I, that are so great about this game, uh, is that you choose, you got a choice to not only just pick one character, you get two characters for, you know, or if you, purchase the other versions you get all four because they're two different it's like pokemon pretty much you get two ver you get two games of mark for death one rather you buy one with two different with each of them with two different characters but if you buy both you actually get to play all four of them so that's the situation with that but you get you know your choice of two different you know characters or maybe four if you buy both um each with its own abilities that factor the way you play the certain stages in the game and how you battle enemies so i mean that's the really cool part they all play in the same you could pick all four of them but you're not playing the same game you're actually playing it in a different type of way so if i play with uh, empress you know it's a you know slice and dice hack and slash type of gameplay but more offensively and i can also swing around with the uh symbiotic dragon arm and swing like behind a commando if i played with the warrior and uh who, who welds an axe he's a little bit more of a slower heavier character stronger character if you will but he also is more a defensive character so he has a sort of a shield type of situation going on as well and it's pretty awesome each one of them gives you a really great feel you can level up the cool part is if you start playing with both characters you can switch out each character if from time to time the one that benefits the other character so if you get stuck on one you know level and what you know, uh, pretty much basically what happens is you go to uh there's there's another game that just reminds me of too steam world dig which is which i've re, or re, i'm sorry reviewed before and steam world dig basically you has you going around town you know, buying new items for your adventure, for your next, you know, adventure going out there and, you know, collecting or upgrading your weaponry or stuff like that. So, you know, and the cool part is when you get new weapons, uh, they actually show the new design of, you know, you get a new sword and, and I used to always hate that back in the day, but this is happening now more than ever. Uh, games like Desgaea does it now. It's like when you actually get a new weapon, it actually is a new weapon, you know, a new designed weapon and has a new his own stats and levels and such like that, too. So same one here. They went into great detail for that. And I always appreciate games that do that because I used to hate when I would play a game back in the day, whether it was 8-bit, 16-bit, 32-bit. And you're playing this game where there's some upgrades to your weapons and they give you the name of the weapon. You get the upgrade of the weapon, but the weapon still looks the same. Now, when you buy the actual weapon, it, is, it absolutely looks like a brand new weapon and looks badass. And I love the design of all of the, you know, I mean, just so much great detail went in this game. Absolutely went into this game. So that, that was awesome in itself. Um, so you got that. And actually, the story is also really cool, too. It's an easy-to-follow story with you as one of the members of the Dragon Blood clan who is looking for revenge on the, I'm hopefully I'm um, uh, pronouncing this right, and maybe Matt will be able to help me out, uh, Medius Empire. So the clan decided to work with the astral dragon uh, Ultram, who gives you the powers to stop the evil empire. At the same time, if you notice it, when you play along with the game, you notice that people who know the dragon clan fears them and fears them immensely despite the fact that they are helping them out from time to time so i haven't played through and nor even if i did i wouldn't actually spoil it for anybody because it looks like it's leading into something very interesting and i'm intrigued as to find out why does the actual town fear them so much even though they're helping them out so i don't i haven't really gotten to that point whether they are cursed or not or well maybe i missed that part but 
I'm very intrigued as to why they really or when they will actually accept them more for what they're doing. So then you got the RPG leveling system, like I mentioned, which is, you know, a great addition and with the abilities to upgrade and the weapons and all this stuff. So you got that going on and you definitely need to upgrade your weapons at all time and everything, everything, your items, all that, because these the levels go up and you need to try to level up even more than those levels in order to go through and run through those stages easily or as good as possible. If not, you could try out their online feature, which I'm normally not an online person, but I tried out the online multi-player uh, feature. I actually enjoyed it. I actually really enjoyed being able to go, th- go through the online feature with that. I did have one slight little problem where we went into a level uh, that was there, and it was all wireframe. Like, it, I don't think it was meant to be that way, but, um, but otherwise... Other times I actually, you know, got through it with no problems and it was really cool. I had a great time, you know, playing with others and, you know, with the, the power in numbers plays a big factor here because if you got a boss battle that is high level and you got other people with higher levels, it'll allow you to get through that, you know, that raid a lot faster. So I, I really did appreciate that and, and it does help. And I, not only that, when you play through the actual the actual multiplayer mode if you recruit if you want to recruit a party you can you know they have a list of things that you can communicate with other players to say i just want to get through this more quick i need a empress i need a warrior i need you know you know a sorceress you got you know you can request different things and people can abide by that and um that was pretty cool so i i really did enjoy that part as well the other really really cool minor thing but it means really cool a lot to me is that the zoom in uh, feature the zoom in feature which is your right analog stick can zoom into the character which is cool because then you're able to see the pixel art of the character in depth and it looks really cool just seeing it close up and you fighting the monsters close up but then you can zoom on out to get a broader aspect of what you need to do because sometimes you got enemies coming from different parts of the actual screen that you need to look out for so there are times you can zoom in and times you can zoom out and it's really cool gives it that snk type of feel with it like with games like art of fighting and and such like that so i really dug that aspect too it's just one of the small things that really makes a great impact in a game as well so my only i guess there really is nothing that i really there's nothing really bad about this game i think if i would give a con to this game it will be that the fact that you're paying for two games with the same experience and Here's what I say. Now I mentioned this before that you know you could you could rather play one version with two games with the two characters, or you can purchase the other characters. Now I'm a little bit iffy about that because it's like if I buy both games and both characters, I'm getting the same experiences. It's the Pokemon thing, and I never really dug that whole Pokemon thing before, where you're buying the game with the same experience and it's like all right if i pick eevee or pikachu i'm picking P- uh, pikachu i can get an eevee on the way <laughs> that was my deal it was like i can i can catch an eevee on the way that's no deal i'm not paying for two different versions of the game where i'm playing the same game and there's nothing really too different about it that was my only beef about that and that to me like the game is only 15 bucks take note it is worth every penny for the one game. But if the other game gave me a total different experience, then yeah, I'm with, like something has to be a big contrast for me. And that's just me. Some people are will buy into it and go for it. More power to you. But I like to play things a little bit more, use a little bit more critical thinking as to how I buy a game and enjoy a game and play a game and what they provide. So if I, you know, it, it, I would say, you know, Games like, I'll give you an example. Games like Bayonetta and Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm when Namco came out with that and Sega came out with that for the Switch. If you purchased Bayonetta 2, the second game, Bayonetta 1, you get for a lesser price. And they gave you a great deal with that. Whereas if you brought them two separately, they were the same price. But you do get two different experiences. So, I mean, like, that's your case. So I wound up doing a smarter deal, 
buying both of them for cheaper. Ultimate Ninja Storm is definitely a big example of this because what happens is if you buy all three games, I believe you get it for like 30 bucks, whereas like if you brought them separately, you get one each for like 20 bucks. Do the math. <laughs> Do the math there. It's like, you know, and you're getting totally different experiences on each game. So I wish that they would have found a way to come up with a better, you know, package where if you wanted the two other characters to their respective game, that they would give you a lower price for that. Because I feel like I'm not getting my just due just paying for two extra characters. No different experiences, no different anything. It's like it's like I'm taking I'm extracting the two characters, but here I am getting a whole new different you know, I'm just leaving out the extra money that I put in to get that game experience. And to me, that's, it's, that ain't, uh, uh, that's my only beef. But with that said, it's not taking anything out of the experience of this game. The game is a lot of fun to play, whether you play with one or the other, or you mash them all together, you know, buying both. It's a very fun game. I do highly recommend this. This is a, a, 2D cult classic um, down the line. It really should be. If you're really just rated on the level of uh, the 2D uh, side-scrolling genre, NT Creates really got it on mark. Um, you know, those guys, KG Defune and a lot of those guys that worked on Mega Man, they know exactly what they're doing. This is their playing field, and they always hit a lot of home runs for the most part of that. Uh, I'll tell you what. I truly believe that if this was out in the late 90s, during the 32-bit era and in the PlayStation era as such with games or, you know, with consoles like Dreamcast, PlayStation 1, and or Nintendo 64 uh, in that era, this probably would have been, this game probably would have gotten way more exposure and praise. And, and in some cases, this would probably be a legendary game. That's how good this game is, to be honest. Um, I think this is just this game that, it should, it's in celebration of everything that we loved about these type of games. But I'm telling you, these guys have done it so well that, one, they probably would have got a lot more money paying for it back then if they would have came out. They were able to come out with this with these ideas and concepts back then at that era. But KG Nafuni and all of them were working for Capcom at the time, so that would never happen. But they would have made so much money off of these games and success out of these games because that's how good this game is. I think if they would have came back out back then, we would have been looking at looking at it now. Like remember that remember uh, Mark for Death, you know Dragon Mark for Death. That game was awesome. I hope they bring it back out. I really hope they remaster it or bring it back out. That's how I feel about this game right now. Great character design, gameplay, easy to follow story makes Mark uh, Dragon Mark for Death a great and fun retro game experience. With that said. If I give it a grade, definitely solid A. Go out of your way to get it. It's $14.99 out on the Nintendo Switch right now. It is awesome. I am still playing it right now. I will be playing it probably until next week when Jump Force comes out. So we'll see. And then I'll pre I'll be playing it off and on from that point. But great game to take on the road and whatnot and really just get on. It's, it, it's, as you gradually play through the game too, it gets easier. Because you're leveling up more, it gets much easier to play. So when you're on a road, you can just pick up and play and have an easy fun with it as that. So, ladies and gentlemen, that will do it for this edition of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra Select Start. Thank you so very much. I am fully back. And as rough as this week was with all the news and everything going on and just the craziness going on right now, I shouldn't be this really at all at everything that's going on because it's been constant, but just constantly crazy news. But... We will get to jump on it, including um, the talk about Vic Mignogna and the accusations and allegations and my thoughts on that as well. So we'll talk about that on Sunday as well. But that's not going to be the, the talk topic. That's going to be in the, the, the second segment of the show. But it's probably going to take over the entire segment of the show, pretty much, uh, of, the, uh, of that segment. But I do want to review a game that I, I – not a game, an anime – that I absolutely recently fell in love with. And it was one of those animes that were on Netflix and I just, it looked interesting. I put it on my list and I just decided to watch it. And I am kicking myself now as to why I haven't watched it earlier. As a gaming, as a gamer, as a fighting game fan, 
and as a gamer in general. That is High Score, High Score Girl, uh, which is considered a Netflix original. And we're going to talk about that because if you're a gamer, if especially if you're a fighting game fan, especially if you're a Street Fighter fan, and hell, even just fighting games period because it celebrates all that, you definitely want to hear this episode coming up, just for a lot of reasons. But this episode, you're definitely going to uh, want to hear it. This is going to be a definite icebreaker from what I'm going to be talking about from that point. So I was going to make the Vic Miana thing a talk topic, but I'm going to put that in the second segment on the show because I just need something to be a little bit lighter <laughs> at a point. And it's going to be an interesting situation. So uh, we're going to talk about all that and much more. And if any news comes up from there, we'll be adding that on as well. So stay tuned for that and much more. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Keep checking us out here on iTunes, on iHeartRadio, on Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, and of course, TalkTimeLive.com where you can hear all of our episodes and even our exclusive with some of the hottest names and all of anime, comics, movies, and games. So definitely keep the support. Thank you guys very much. And stay tuned for this and much, much more. But, oh, by the way, I can tell you right now, next week, Battle Angel Elite is coming out. I will be reviewing that the week after. So I'm just putting it out there right now. That's absolutely going to happen. So stay tuned. Next week, I will be reviewing Jump Force as well. So stay tuned for that and any news that comes from there as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, that will do it. On behalf of myself, well, before I say that, before I say that, I need to really address this too. People, protect and save those you really care about because you never know what's going on. We got these situations, these allegations coming up right now, and we really, really need to listen to people, listen to them thoroughly, listen to the situation, put it all together, and if need be, help them out as best they can. This is not an easy thing to, do, to even talk about. This is not an easy thing to for them to talk about, the victims or whatever to talk about, if they ever been in a situation. But do your due diligence and, and be a good citizen. Be a good family member, a friend, loved one, and really help these people out because we're now starting to expose more and more people out here. And we need to clean up, no matter who it is and no matter how much you love them. That, I mean, that's just it right there. So... Please continue to protect and save the ones you love before it, before it gets even worse or too late for that matter. So that will do it, ladies and gentlemen. On behalf of myself, this is Dax Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out of here. Take care and talk to you Sunday. This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality.